Welcome to Thriving Teacher Talk. I'm your host, Jillian Fernandez. I'm a former teacher from New York turned full-time mom and teacherpreneur on a mission to help you create a profitable and sustainable income selling your teaching resources or services. I'm here to make your life easier by giving you the best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts to grow your business, and most importantly, save you time and sanity. Last week, we talked about how there is room for you on TPT and how to start making money there with branding, consistency, and a plan. And some of it was hard truth. Sometimes we need to hear a little hard truth, especially if it helps us grow. This week, we're going to talk more in depth about that part of the plan, the consistency part of your marketing. I know this can be such a struggle. You might already have some type of audience, maybe it consists of your mom, friends from college, some others you've picked up over time. Now, some might be looking for your TPT store or ready to recommend it, but if that's your audience, probably not most of them. Those probably aren't your ideal audience. To help you connect with these people who are looking for your resources, that ideal audience, today we're going to talk about three easy ways to connect with those people. I get so excited about this part because you see when you reach out to tell people, especially the right people, the ones that are looking for your resources about those resources, then you're going to start really growing your store. So of course, first we should talk about what exactly your ideal audience is. Now, one of the biggest myths I hear from TPT sellers is that the best way to reach a lot of people is to target a lot of people, which is false. It's just not true. When you try to sell your resources to say just teachers, or maybe even narrow it down a bit to middle school teachers or math teachers, you're still talking to a lot of people who aren't actually looking for your specific resources. Because say you're a seventh and eighth grade algebra teacher, and those are the resources you sell. That means by targeting all these other people, you're wasting time and energy, and that's just not going to help your store grow. Now, you know, I love Instagram, (laughs) and this is one of my favorite things to talk about, but some people like to focus on just the numbers of likes, comments, or followers, just the numbers. And this is pointless. Having 100 followers who are in your ideal audience, ready to buy from you and get all of the things that you have to offer and engage with your content is so much more valuable and useful than 10,000 followers who never actually notice what you post and who are never going to actually buy your resources. You want your people following your social media. Think of it a little bit like this. You go to a new restaurant and you found these bomb tacos, (laughs) the best tacos you've ever eaten. So you try to go back to get those same tacos, but now you go back and they're offering pizza, no tacos today. Okay. You like pizza too, but you really wanted those tacos again. So you go back, you try again, but this time they're offering burgers. Now you may like burgers, but that's not what you came here for. So you're probably not going to come back because you came here for those specific tacos that you thought this restaurant was offering. So the same thing goes with your store. If people don't know what to expect from your store or the content that you're sharing, they aren't likely to stick around. So you want to talk about your resources to draw in those specific people. So if you're a ninth grade English lit teacher or a first and second grade teacher specializing in science lessons, Or yes, that seventh and eighth grade algebra teacher. The easier your specialty of TPT is to find, the sooner people will start actively browsing your listings and the more likely they're going to find exactly what they're looking for and be those repeat customers coming back to find more. But how do you put up these kind of specialty markers on social media? Let's get started with that. 
We're going to be talking about Instagram specific with these three things to draw in your ideal audience, but you can modify this to any platform. First up, be searchable. Help your audience find you, starting with that first line in your IG profile. Now, IG bios are arguably the most important part of your profile because they act like your business card, informing potential followers on who you are and what you can offer them. Now, so many accounts I audit or simply come across while scrolling don't have an optimized bio, and it's really tough to know what they're even about. Having it properly optimized ensures that people can actually have a reason to stay, and this is how you can convert them into leads. With an enticing bio, not only are you prompting potential followers to get in touch with you directly, you also have the potential to drive more traffic to your TPT store and turn them into buyers. So that first element of your bio is the name section. And this is where so many people already trip up. I've seen countless accounts with their username and name section with the exact same titles. Now, those both of those things are searchable. Your username is searchable and your name section is searchable. So when I see people putting like their actual name in that section, which sounds like a good idea, it's actually a big mistake because you're not capitalizing on the potential of this section. Because that name element is searchable, it means you can insert keywords into it and then your profile can be found if someone is looking for something in particular. Most people, when they go into the search portion of Instagram, they aren't likely gonna search for you by your name. They will likely search for your store name if they're looking for your resources, which should be your username, or they'll search for things that would be related to what they're teaching or trying to learn about or find. So for example, if you're a seventh and eighth grade algebra teacher, you can use this space to write that because it's a more searchable keyword. Or if you're a fourth grade science teacher, use this space for those keywords. You want to be searchable. The next step is to actually optimize the bio section. This is where you can show who you are and more importantly, how you you serve your community or what problems you solve. You need to clearly define the benefits that followers will get from you. People visit your profile to figure out what you can offer to them and why they should stay. So for instance, one of the teachers that were recently spotlighted on my IG has a profile that reads, high school special ed math teacher passionate about helping make secondary math accessible for all learners. So right there, you know instantly if you're going to be interested in her, her store and her resources, or maybe you'd love to support her passions, but you won't be needing her resources. So that's what I want you to do. Be sure to include what you do specifically for your audience and help them understand why they should stay. Adding a call to action is also super important. I see so many teacher grammars include a link to their TPT store, but say nothing about it. Now, this is especially limiting if there's no clear indication as to what they're going to see once they click. So sometimes you'll see links that'll say, click to see engaging math activities or click to visit my store but you're not really invited or nudged in the right direction. So adding a CTA or call to action that is enticing to your visitors is crucial to sparking an interest which can can lead to actual sales. So something that can help is directing your peeps to like a new freebie you're offering or a specific lead magnet. Now you only get one link, but you could always use a service like Linktree or SmartBio. I like SmartBio because it's free and has a lot of nice features included, but these kinds of services allow you to have more than one link for people to find additional things that you might have to offer. But remember to still keep your call to action with one enticing thing to garner attention to get that initial click. So take a few minutes, review your profile, update your profile, and let your audience know exactly what you do the minute that they find you. And when they start looking at your post, that's the next way you're going to get 
engagement. Be sure that when you post about things, you're posting about problems and solutions. We've all had problems in our classrooms and we love to go on Instagram to see how other people have solved problems just like ours. I mean, it saves tons of time if you can just find a solution instead of having to go through all the steps to solve it yourself. Your simple solution could be a game changer for your ideal audience. You'll have saved them time and sanity and maybe even money. And did I mention time? You know, as a teacher, sometimes that's worth more than money and it needs to be a problem and a solution. Don't just present this is the answer. You want to include the problem first so that other teachers identify with those pain points. Visualize the struggle, the same struggle they're having right now. Then they can really know that they need the solution that you're offering with your resource or service. And of course, you don't want to be focused only on problems and how you can be the right answer. I mean, that can get old like real fast. (laughs) So the last thing, and this is so important, you also need to serve your audience, not just sell to them. Your audience knows that you're a TPT seller. They know that you can solve problems and they may have even found you because of that, but they're not going to stick around if all you do is remind them to buy your resources. This is a relationship you're creating here. IG is not just a billboard. It's about relationships. Some of your posts, maybe even most of them should be designed to serve your audience. This does include identifying with their problems, talking to their pain points and talking about their struggles, but it's more than just that. Yes, you absolutely want to include posts that spread the word about your awesome resources. Those should be there, but be sure that you mix them in with tips and tricks and things that have helped you create those resources or freebies that you can offer, especially if they can save someone time. After all, time is our most precious commodity. These can be things like a quick and actionable hack that's related to your specific niche. I mean, especially these. And remember, you can post similar tips every couple of months, like your your favorite back to school hack that can make a yearly appearance or share an idea, a photo or video of your workspace. Your solutions might just be what someone needs. And it's just plain fun to show off your new wall planner or the amazing colors and designs and things that help you get scheduled and planned or whatever it is that sparked delight in your teacher's soul. You can even make a video showing how you created a resource or how it would work in a classroom setting. And don't forget to mix in you. Remember, people aren't just buying resources. They're also buying into you. You are going to be a huge differentiator in how your brand sets you apart. These are what help you create that personal connection and community and help your ideal customer gravitate towards you. And I want to emphasize that you should be keeping these tips and strategies as specific as you can to your niche. Just like we spoke about earlier, you don't want to start offering all these random ideas and confuse your audience. Again, if you want to draw in those algebra teachers and you start sharing how to use TikTok tips or whatever it is, you're just, you're going to make it difficult for people to know what they're coming to you for. When you serve your audience with ideas, tips, and freebies, you're helping them save time and learn to trust you. Sparking that kind of interest will show them that you're the go-to for those resources and the things that you provide. You become like that local coffee shop that people wait in line for. So many places offer coffee, some of them a little better than others, but that one with the line has something special, real connections with their customers and community. This is the beauty of social media. You can connect with teachers from anywhere and have amazing real conversations with your audience. You can make a huge impact on teachers and students when you draw in your audience, help them and make sales. And if you feel like you're struggling with Instagram lately, I'd love to share my ultimate Instagram checklist. 
It's an amazing free resource to help you get started with consistency on your Instagram. You can find the link in the show notes. I'd love to know which of these tips you're able to start using first. So come to our Facebook group, Teacher Instagram Boss, and share how you served your ideal audience this week. The link for that will be in the show notes too. Remember, there is not a single person out there like you, and you need to share your amazing gifts with the world. I can't wait to chat with you next time as we're continuing to prioritize our growth. If you loved this episode, please be sure to subscribe to catch all new episodes, leave a review if something resonated, or just send me a DM. Thank you for letting me into your business and your life today. We're going to love growing together as you create a profitable and sustainable income, selling your teaching resources or services. I'm so honored to be here to make your life a little bit easier with the best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts to grow your business, and most importantly, save you time and sanity. And I'll see you in the next one.